When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, is cool. Like today is real, real windy, but we're in the eighties and nineties. Um, nice. You can't beat it. Uh, I was heading, I got in about 10 last night and it was still probably 85 when I got into the room last night. Dang. Beatles. You know, these. Oh yeah. Blood suckers that just eat you alive. Yeah. Yeah. They're out they're out so oh that's no fun um yeah when i moved to brownsville it was like i got there at like eight o'clock at night it was 110 it was right. so, so hot was, yet, but um, yeah it's always hot it like never is not hot right uh, well i don't know <laughs> like i've had some nights where i've been kind of cold and where i'm having to wear long sleeves because i'm cold so it they're in that transition stage right now where we're hitting, we're just hitting the summer, springtime. And yeah, that's true. You know, you got a point. I agree with you. It's incredible down here. Dude, um, I love it. So, um, okay. So that was just like, uh, I recording just to test it and I think it works. So yeah, I think we're good. Okay. And I can't test it either. Really? Like I can't really test it until it's done so if it works it works and if not then we just had a cool conversation whatever so okay so um i guess we should start this thing and um so i guess the the first thing to do is to introduce yourself tell everybody who you are what you do why you're a starbase and um we'll go from there because this is a like a huge event that's happening on monday and you're there like that's crazy it is. I'm Holly, and I'm from Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma and Texas now. I I kind of go back and forth. Um, I am down here documenting SpaceX. I've been coming down for almost three years now. Um, I originally came down after the Dear Moon Project first launched uh, their campaign, and I had applied for it, got accepted, made it to the third round of that. And I thought, well, let me go on a vacation. Let me go see what this is about. Now I'm Texas. And I came down on a two-day trip, turning to nine. I refused to leave the island. I came down. Um, SN15 was on the launch pad. Um, I, I sat outside the production site every day. There was only one tank at that time at the tank farm and a, a pile of dirt. That was it. There was nothing else there. There wasn't even dotted line on Highway 4 yet. Wow. Um, that's early. Yeah. Yeah. The Pothole 500 didn't exist at that point. <laughs> that's my favorite, my favorite saying down here. Um, it, it literally, the road was perfect back then. I, I ended up having to get home to my service dog and the launch happened three days later. Special. But my first night, I got in about nine that night, 
And I didn't know what I was going to find. I'm driving to the end of the highway. And all of a sudden, I see water. And I'm seeing this rocket off to my right. And oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. And I'm... Um, I climbed to that stand dune. And you know which one I'm talking about? The one right in there. Yep. And I fully hit my knees and began to weep as I'm staring at this rocket. Um, but then I'm going to cry. Right. <laughs> like, it, it changed my life. Um, I have been down here about every six months since then. I've, I've made a total of five trips now in two and a half years. Wow. Uh, I, I did the, I moved down here this past summer. You had just left the area when I got down here, like we yeah. used each other. But I'm down here, Doc. Something changed it. And I found clarity that I'd never found before. And I've been a part of Astro Access, um, trying to make sure we can facilitate all human faith. Uh, I am, I have, I was born with a learning disability and they didn't pick me to go on the first mission with Astro Access. And I understand why. Uh, but that doesn't mean I'm stopped. Uh, there, we're trying to implement new ways that space will be accessible for everyone. Um, my, with my disability, it may be far fetched. We may be another 20 years down the road, but. To be a part of this is, is it's life changing. Um, I have had the opportunity to meet some amazing people down here, and when you stand in front of that rocket, you, you just you just can't describe it. it. There's no word to describe what this place does to a person. I totally agree with you. Um, the first time that I went down and I, I rounded the corner, you know, like when you turn, like it's a left-hand corner and there's like some shrubbery and some bushes. And then you can see the high bay right afterwards, you know, that spot that I'm talking about. Yeah. When I first saw that, I was like, oh, is there now? This stoplight right there now. Is that because construction or did they just put that in? Okay. So it's temporary. Okay. Kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Because, because people are going really fast at that point. Like when they're hauling butt down highway four, like you go around that corner, everyone's going super fast. And when they did some, uh, they did some road work when I was down there, they had a stoplight down there, um, but right before the high bay. And then they, right. they paved everything from the high bay all the way down to launch site. And everybody was like cooking through all of highway four. And then they had to like, stop. <laughs> it's like, and like what? It's like a hundred yards away from <laughs> where they turn in anyway. I was like, I, I mean, that highway is horrible. Yeah, the traffic jams right now are ridiculous. Um, bumper to bumper traffic coming in and out of there. Oh, I bet. It, especially the other night when the one when the licensing came through. Oh my gosh, yeah. I was up when we got the news. I mean, this guy comes running down the beach and he's like, "We got the license. We got the license." And uh, there's another YouTuber down the road, down the ways from me. I sit and talk with him and he's like, yeah, we got it. We got it. And everybody on the beach just starts screaming. I mean, it, it was incredible. It, it's so cool that people are like, this is a community, man. Like, this isn't just like, 
you know, we're not just a bunch of nerds that like rockets anymore. Like this is a, this is a real community that's getting together and they have, you know, they have get togethers, they have, you know, dinners and things, and it's a friendship, you know, people make friends through this. Everybody's a community. It's really cool. And I found the same thing when I was down there too. I found, I found my place. Yeah. Yeah. You find your people. I, yep. Yeah. I, I, I feel the same. You know, being a female on my own down here was a bit scary for my family, of course. You know, I'm, I'm living on the Mexican border. I don't speak Spanish very well at all. I've never felt safer in my life. Yeah. Um, it's great. We, we had a good time last night on the beach. I mean, people from Australia, Germany, uh, Montana, and they drove from Montana. Wow. I thought, I thought my drive was a long ways, you know, 13 to 15 hours. They drove from Montana down. It was crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a great community. Everybody helps everybody. Um, I, I've just never seen anything like it before. Yeah. Very friendly people. Everyone that I've met, even by happenstance or uh, just random people. Like I, I met somebody from Australia. I was filming on one of the dunes and the guy just walks up to me. He's like, hey, what's up? I was like, oh, hey, because I wasn't expecting anybody to be there. He just like walked over and he was like, hey, what's up? I was like, oh, hey, how are you doing? You know, and then we had a conversation. We became friends. We email each other back and forth every once in a while. You know, it's like we got we got people now. It's really nice. You know, it's a it's a nice community. Last night, I'm just standing around taking pictures, crying in the ocean. I <laughs> walked up and he's like, are you hungry? I was like, well, I'm always hungry. And so he hands me some grilled corn on the cob. Nice. And then just walk, walk. And I'm like, that works. I'm hungry. <laughs> so. Yeah. And it, it's kind of like, so when I was down there too, it was like survival and you help each other out, you know, like. We know it's a very remote place. There's just so many people there, like just a few people that are like on the side of the road filming or doing whatever they're doing. But we know we're like 30 miles away from everything, any sort of services, everything. So if anybody ever yeah. needed water, anybody ever needed food, like people were offering that stuff all the time. Like, hey, you need some food. Hey, you need some water. Um, I mean, I, I, I kept a. I'll extra food and water. Same here. Yeah. I sure that I have extras to give away to people because yep. I know what like I camped on that beach for two weeks and that was brutal yeah uh, living in a tent for two weeks on a beach that high tide comes in and takes you out yeah <laughs> that's insane that's amazing it's amazing yeah. that you got to do this and what you were talking about before like when we first started this conversation is like this is this is like, you're, you're doing this for a reason, you know, like you're doing this because your people are here, but also like, you're trying to raise awareness in some sense for other people that like, don't really know about this stuff and like need a place to go, need a community and want to make it accessible for everybody because eventually it will be, but right now it's in the very baby stages, you know, it is. It's and like, I'm a part of a group called the inspired Four. And a bunch of us are getting together tonight. I'm so stoked to meet everybody. But these, these, this group is empowering me to fulfill my dreams and to better myself. And 
I'm learning so much about myself. I'm becoming stronger. And that's what I hope to bring of all of this, to, to bring that to others. I live in a small town in Oklahoma where STEM education is not accessible um, unless you have money, unless you can afford $250 for the you know summer vacation time of it. You don't get to do it. And to me, that's where I have a big issue. I want every kid to be able to do this. Um, and so it's just, I don't even know how to describe all of this. The opportunities are endless if you just try. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, I, I say I'm turning my dreams into reality. I have no clue where all of this is going to lead at all, but I know it feels right. And I know I'm growing as a person. And if I can bring that to somebody else, then that, it, then all of this will be worth it. Um, I just hope to encourage others to not give up on themselves, especially those of us that do struggle with disability um, of any sort and mental health awareness. That, that is my big, big thing here is mental health awareness and STEM education. Um, I know what this place has done for me and having a purpose, like my passion has a purpose behind it. I am driven to keep moving forward to better me and to someday help somebody else get to space, even if I don't ever get there. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's what it's about. So, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's, it's inspirational too, because hearing somebody talk about the things that not a lot of people talk about will inspire those other people that don't have a voice, you know, in the very chapter subject. Yeah, yeah. It, it, For a lot of people, it is. Yeah. And, and I've met so many great people. Um, I, I don't know how, I, like Mike Mongo. If you know Mike Mongo, he is incredible. Um, I've been in, I'm in Space Kind. I took the Space Kind course. Um, these, are, these people have, have been there. Like Yuri's night. Um, was last night in Florida and last weekend in California. And that's what it's about. Just keep inspiring each other to keep moving forward no matter what. Um, when I left, when I left Starbase back in October, I left against my will. Basically, that is what I say. I left against my will. Yeah. We know I was here, but I had health issues that had to be addressed and. I thought my world was ending. I, I really did. And if it hadn't been for the space kind course and the people in my class, I don't know how all that would have turned out. You know, they mm-hmm. really got through some of my darkest days and kept encouraging me to go here. Yeah. And now you're back and you're here. You're not only like back at Starbase, but you're here for the freaking launch of this thing, which is in, which is so cool. Yeah. So you, and you've, you've never seen a rocket launch before, right? This is your rocket. What, what, (laughs) and this is your first one. This is literally the biggest rocket ever. (laughs) So this is the stack for the last, oh man. I mean, yeah, it's sitting there ready to go. And I'm looking at this thing and I'm just like, how fortunate am I? Um, I'm truly, really blessed. 
I like I said, I don't know where this is all going for me. I have no clue, but I'm gonna ride it out till the end. Um the loss of life waivers. You know, I know that is a legitimate risk we're taking down here right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've talked to my family about it as well, and they understand. Yeah. They understand it's something I have to do. Um, I won't find peace. I wasn't finding peace back home. Yeah. The moment I got back down here, um, I'm okay again. I'm clear. I'm I'm focused again. I I'm back on my mission. I'm just I'm super excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, works. I'm super excited that you're there too because I know that feeling. You know, for for the longest time, you know, and I struggle with mental health too. So it's it's not like beyond me that something like this could be life changing for you. Like when I yeah. went down there, I had a purpose. You know, for the longest time, I was just kind of stagnant and I was doing my show and I was still trying to contribute in my only way that I knew how, which was, hey, I knew there were people that were similar to me, you know, out there somewhere. And I wanted to give them a voice and I wanted to talk to them and give them a place where they could feel comfortable. And the, um, you know, when I, I was just like, my YouTube channel doesn't make any money, you know, <laughs> like, I'm not rich. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not one of the big channels. I'm a small channel. Um, but I have a pretty good reach. And because of that, I want to make sure that I keep contributing back, give people what they need. And when I went down there myself, I was like, oh, this is what everyone talks about. Like when, when you go see, like I've seen a rocket launch before I saw the, I think it was the demo two mission. I think it was, but I've never seen rocket launch since then. But when I went down for the first launch, I was like, oh, these are my people. You know, when I saw my first rocket launch, I was like, oh, I got. I got some homies again. I got some people, you know, because you grow up and like all your friends move away or you move away. You have to find new friends. And, and like, it's a struggle for a lot of people and myself included. And you go through parts of your life where you're like questioning a lot of things. And then yeah. you find some people and you're like, oh, I got some, I got some people now. I got some, I got some backup. So going back down or going to Starbase. I felt the same way too. Like I was in Brownsville, so I was pretty close and I was going down every day and filming and meeting new people like uh, the uh, the Australian gentleman that I was talking about earlier. I think he might've been actually from New Zealand, so I don't want to get it wrong. So I'll just say right. abroad, abroad, like somewhere around there. <laughs> but, um, you know, in, you know, a, a bunch of filmers and uh, videographers and photographers and YouTubers and everyone was just cool. Everyone was cool. I mean, there might be beef between like some certain factions in this thing, but it's like, dude, come on. <laughs> but it's just, it's so silly. Yeah. You don't see it and you don't feel it down here. No, not at all. Everyone's super nice. Everyone's really yeah. nice. Well, I, I sitting there hanging out last night with like three different channels. Yeah. And, and it was great. Nobody, nobody had any problems. And we were just, I was actually from my trip in, Oh, April uh, last year's trip. Okay. So I've been down here, been down here every Easter for three years. Oh, wow. I've been down here every 420 for the last three Nice. Years. <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> Elon would be proud of you. <laughs> so last year at this time, sitting on the beach with my girlfriend, Olga, who I cannot wait to get her back here. Um, 
she's an artist and a Dear Moon uh, participant as well from Dresden, Germany, coming back um, next month. But we're sitting on the beach and a couple of YouTubers had invited us over to eat. We were hungry. We hadn't eaten like two days. Wow. And yeah, we had not. That's, had- a, that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And so they fed us. And so last night I'm sitting on the beach and they're like, oh, yeah, we remember you. You're the ones who were just put in your tent. I'm like, sure was. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, Brownsville is an amazing town. Amazing, amazing people in town as well. Um, the community involvement all around the school, um, even down to Border Patrol. Like, Border Patrol is great down here. Um, they asked me last night, is this your dog? I'm like, no, that's not my dog. They had some random dog. Wow. At and they're like, do you want to take it? And I said, I got a dog back home. I can't take this dog from you. <laughs> like, but that's just how peaceful this place is. Yeah. Um, it is truly the most remarkable place I've ever been. Um, and I understand rocketry. Like, I've never understood. Yeah. I was not a water roll student. You know, I, I graduated, went to college, got a, you know, a business degree, but. Like, I understand what's going on down here. And that was that was a great feeling um, to be able to comprehend and to relate to people down here. Mm-hmm. There's my hometown. It, it's a it's a good town, but I don't fit in and I, I never have. Mm-hmm. So truly finding my people, my space peeps is what I call everybody, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but i i found a home and i found a place where i can be myself i'm not ashamed of what i've gone through it's my mental health and my learning disability only made me stronger mm-hmm. um i would have never thought in my life like that i would be sitting here today doing this. um you would head back my story up here to Right after I came back from SN15 from seeing it the first time, I found myself in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Love the little town. I'm sitting poolside and I'm in Zoom for the first ever Sally's Night honoring Sally Ride. This is great. Candy Coleman, Loretta White there. I mean, all of the top women in the space industry are in this Zoom. Well, I get back home and my mom calls and she's like, hey, I've got something for you. Okay, whatever, you know, meet up again a couple of days. My mother handed me some papers and it was my third grade book report. The original copies of my third grade book report. <laughs> nice. For on Sally Ride. Oh, wow. Right? Like. She still had it. I got an A plus on it as well. So not bad. (laughs) No, it's there from the beginning for me. Yeah. Um, I can remember as a child, my father had this giant book. I have it now. He gave it to me. It had Neil Armstrong's footprint on it. Couldn't read, but I can remember carrying that book around with me Mm -hmm. as a child. Um, 
and blowing things up. My dad likes rockets and, and we used to do model rockets. We used to blow things up and had a blast doing it. So hopefully nothing here blows up. Just <laughs> I think they're going to be, okay. I think they're going to be okay. What do you, so, oh, go ahead. I think so. I yeah. Think I have all the faith in the world. In this. Mm-hmm. Same here. I have seen the progress that they've made, even even down to you know the reinforcement on the OLM, which yeah. has been incredible to watch that. Because you know when I first started coming, it wasn't even there. I mean, there was nothing. There was no OLM when you first started. No, it's just just <laughs> that's not that's there. early days, man. That's like the very beginning. Um, I've got so many photos and like where the tank farm is, they're literally, um, so if you're on the beach looking up, the only tank that was there was the one on the right hand side. First one. Oh, wow. Right. That's wow. And there, there was rebar everywhere, dozers and backhoes. And I'm like, what are they doing with all this dirt? And sure enough, there's state farm now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, watching the progress has been has been amazing. Um, I was down here for the I think it was the six or seven engine static fire we had over the summer. Mm-hmm. I was 3.8 miles away. Let me tell you, <laughs> that was incredible. Like I didn't understand different in claiming on sound. Mm, yeah. Sound hits you for, you know, a good 20, 30 seconds out yeah. before you heard anything. Um, the dogs knew it was happening before I did. Like, I barely had my camera up and going again. Um, so watching how, how the ground broke up, how the concrete broke up around there, um, I was here for the massive fire. That was scary. Oh, um, yeah, the fire. I forgot about that. I was here for that whole duration of that. And so it, it was scary. But going down there now and looking at all the improvements they've made, there, there's no fears. I, I just think that the engineers, his crew has got this together. Yeah. Um, and they know that if anything goes wrong, that, that I mean, they're working closely with the FAA. They're working closely with the government bodies. So everybody knows that this is a experimental rocket and things could go wrong. And the FAA, you know, they're so confident in SpaceX's technologies and their engineering that they gave them the go ahead to launch this monstrosity of a rocket. And it's so big. Like, I don't even understand. Like, I, I can't put it into words what it feels like to be that close to that rocket because it yeah because i've seen you know i've seen stuff at kennedy space center and you're like pretty close you know and rockets are a hundred and whatever feet tall like the smaller ones and right then you get close to starship but you can be like a couple hundred yards away from starship and it's still like the biggest thing you'll ever see it's a skyscraper they're basically launching an apartment building like a 40-story apartment building into the air and then trying to land it which is which yeah, is crazy part i'm so stoked about so to be able to see this thing land mm-hmm. like 
I don't, I can't even comprehend it really. I'll be as honest as can be. I can't comprehend what this is going to be like. Um, yeah, it's insane. The excitement of it. But like, when you can go up and over at the rocket garden, you know, and you walk down the road and of course you're like, oh, am I supposed to be here? I just walk on down that road. I got on the place. Doesn't bother me one bit. They're going to kick me out. They'll kick me out. So far. So right. <laughs> right. Right. They have their signs. Just as long as you don't get like on their side of the things, then you're fine. It's just incredible what we're about to experience. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's, <laughs> um, like, and that's just the top of it. Like, that's just like not even half of it because it's what, 300 feet at the bottom and then it's 150 like well about 250 feet at the bottom like the booster's 250 and then the ship is like 150 so about 400 altogether yeah like four what i see like 430 yeah it's it's there's yeah it's so like and not not only is it tall but it's like it's girthy like this thing is it's so big it's like the size of a house like you go, yeah. like if you walk into somebody's house, you're like, oh, this is the size of a starship. You know, it's like, Rocky. it's like, gigantic. I, I compare it to my parents. Like my parents have like a 5,500 square foot home. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Yeah, that's a pretty I, big house. This rocket is that big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally, it yeah. is like, it's that huge. And the propellant load is what blows my mind. I don't even know the numbers off the top of my head, what it can hold at full capacity. Um, that is just insane. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. There's pictures of somebody, uh, a SpaceX employee next to one of the tanks inside. It is just the biggest thing you'll ever see. It's yeah. like this, this person is dwarfed by this thing and that's inside of the rocket. And then the rocket itself is just, it's so freaking big. And I, I, I keep talking about it because I still don't know how to comprehend it. I don't know how to figure it out in my head that this thing's this big. And it, it is literally like standing, like if you've ever been, if you've ever been in New York city and look up at the skyscrapers, it's like that. Yeah. Like the Statue of Liberty. I remember yeah. flying when I was a kid and like, I barely got to her feet. Okay. That's as far as I was able to make it. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking here we have the starship and it, it, the, the width of this thing. Um, I know I've been over to the, uh, bro airport. Mm -hmm. I love saying bro. <laughs> bro. Bro. <laughs> bro. Yeah. <laughs> B-R-O. They have, um, I think it, SNE, they have one of the grid fins mm -hmm. over there or, or, or some part of it. I think they have a, they, I think they have a flap. Like, I think they have a wing. Yeah. Or something there. That thing is gigantic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's huge. huge. Yeah. And like the size, I don't know the diameter of file, but my understanding, that thing's like bigger than a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah, they're quite large. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's such a massive scale. That, like no one's ever seen before. I mean, sort of Apollo, like the Apollo rockets. Yeah. Like those are huge, but, but most people never got to see an Apollo rocket up close. 
unless you yeah. go to the Rocket Garden at KSC or something like that. If you go to, you know, go to Kennedy Space Center, you get to see an Apollo rocket. But it, when it was being built, it was all in a warehouse someplace. They're building it in a, you know, vehicle assembly building. And then yeah. nobody gets to see it. But here, there's robot cameras all over the place. You can see stuff like close up. You can go there if you want to. There's so many YouTubers that are filming there and streaming there constantly. And uh, it's yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. Last night we had the drone. I mean, the drone was going oh, wow. over the. Yeah. Yeah. They're so doing like final inspections, I'm sure. Yeah. For the launch. Sorry. I'm sorry. I got messages put up there. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so watching the drone last night was really, really cool. Um, and and it, it came down pretty low over the beach. So I think not only were were they doing inspections of everything, I think Elon just wanted some footage of his people. Probably. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's doing it. He's doing a talk tonight on Twitter. He's doing a Twitter spaces. Yeah. Uh, going to be there. Oh, are you? Okay, cool. Yeah, I should be able to make it, which will be. I just want to listen to him and I'm just, I'm going to just be an observer and just listen and see what's going to, you know, what's going to go down and what he plans on doing. If there's any backup plans, anything like that. But I think it's going to be interesting to hear him talk about like where, if they, if he does talk about it, where they came from, like what you were saying to where they are now. And it's kind yeah. of funny. Um, there are, I was, I went down this rabbit hole last night on YouTube of like, like starship haters it was just like the worst toxic thing i could have done last night but it was like all all these people that were engineers that could that were saying that spacex could never even build a launch site in that area they can never build it in boca chica it's too close to the water or it like there's there's no land underneath it they can't support it it's going to be so heavy that the like there were so many things that they were saying couldn't happen and then seeing it launch monday morning or monday you know whatever it's it's like it's like 15 hours it's like now what <laughs> yeah it's like now now what bro <laughs> now what are you gonna take down those videos <laughs> it's so funny i did run into you know i like to talk to the locals especially the ones yeah. that live in Pichica village yeah yeah these people really I met a gentleman um, on the beach, and then I met him down here at my hotel. He's already been displaced from his home. Mm -hmm. um, he's in the village. He's there 19 years. And he is now displaced from his home until further notice. Um, SpaceX has put him up at a hotel and everything. And but he says that, you know, he's talking about the spotlight. Mm. He's on both sides of Yes, he loves rockets and seeing what's happening, but his home, his life has been altered forever. Yeah. And and so that is, it is very concerning when you look at that. I remember when the fire happened last year, um, the, the environmental people were out and I was out there filming. And so they're all picking up these crabs everywhere. Mm -hmm. And you got, I don't know what kind of crabs they were. We have blue crabs, and then we have these ugly, nasty crabs here. <laughs> but we have these other ones that dig holes in everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so, like, they were, I understand the impact that this is going to have on this area. 
Mm-hmm. But Florida's doing it. California's doing it. South Padre Island is not. I, I believe that's a man-made island from, from my understanding, or at least part of this. Oh, wow. So, I didn't know that. So my thing is, okay, so we're bringing in rockets that are huge. Yes, they're going to do some. But look at all the people that we brought in here just to make this a tourist attraction before yeah. the every here. Yeah. That's where that's where I'm trying to stay very, you know, in the middle because you want to say these rockets are bad, the environment, all of this, but look at, you know, Statue of Liberty. All of these that you know, they didn't shut it down from being built back whenever it was built. But right. you know what I'm saying? Like they there's going to be an impact to the environment no matter what we do. Yeah, it's just, it's progress. You know, it's, yeah. it's a human thing. We progress, you know, we, we also want to go to Mars, you know, we want to go to other planets. So the, the progress that needs to be made here in order to like further human experiments and, you know, like just go further into the outer space. Like we're going to send a person to Mars eventually, eventually someone's going to go around Venus, you know, like so. Someday, you know, someone's going to like land on Pluto or something. Who knows? But like this, it's difficult to hear. Yeah. To, we have to have a, you got to do it. To start all this. Yep. And, you know, I, I believe that if we weren't supposed to be doing this, the powers that be creator, however you want to say it, wouldn't be allowing it. Yep. That I now I see it, you know? Yeah. Well, it's just, it's just the humanity, you know, like we, we always move forward, you know, every, since, you know, the dawn of humans started a fire sometime. And then I'm sure there were people that were like, this fire is bad. It's going to, it's going to burn down the whole cave. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, then, and then everyone, then the guy's like, no, I can cook food in this and we're going to be healthy because I can cook this food. And then we're going to get smarter and then we're going to make a wheel and then we're going to make engines. And then like, it's just progress. Yeah. And now we have rockets that are going to go, you know, uh, 400 foot tall rockets that are going to completely 100% launch and land perfectly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I believe that with everything in me going to. I hope so. Yeah. I really do. Even if the, even if they make it to stage separation and something happens there, that's fine. Still successful. Uh-huh. I, I, that's the thing. As long as that rocket gets off the ground, we're a success. Yep. As long yeah. as it clears the tower and go, like goes towards the Gulf, it's a hundred percent a success. This is to gather data. Like this first launch is to gather data and the more data they get, the better. But if they can get any data, that's better than none, you know? So this is going to be, uh, excuse me, this is going to be. It's going to be life-changing, not only for me, but for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. I can remember, you know, two years ago, people saying, oh, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. He'll never get that thing off the ground. Yep. And here we are. Um, yeah, we're like, we're, we're less than a day away, aren't we? Yeah, we're yeah. less than we're like 15 yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah. We're like 15, 20 hours away from this. Yeah, uh, that's incredible. I got to post this tonight. So it's not, I got to post this on the channel tonight. (laughs) I'm like, wait, I can't, (laughs) we just mentioned time. We can't post it tomorrow. Um, so, uh, I know you have a lot of stuff to do today. 
So yes. I'll let you get okay. going. But get to the rocket. Yeah, you got to go to the rocket. Like, there's no reason to stay here and talk to me when there's a rocket down there. I totally get it. <laughs> I know. I'm, rocket, you know. You got to go. Like, I got this is rockets. Go chase some rockets. Um, this is this has been great. I I appreciate you taking the time today to do this. And will. um, yeah. yeah, keep in touch because I know it's going to be an insane day, two days. Like, how long are you down there for? By the way, um, till I don't know till money runs out. <laughs> yeah, All right. dude, that's what that's where I was at too. I was like, I'm going to move down there until my money runs out, and then until I can't go no more. Yep, exactly. Till the wheels fall off. Like that. Yes. That's it. Wheels fall off. Wheels fall off. That's, that's off. What's that? Or until they rust. <laughs> right. From, from the, all the uh, sea water or the Gulf water in the sand yeah. in the, ah, oh, this place is brutal. I've got sand in places in my vehicle, in my computer, in everything. Um, it is a hard life. It's so worth it. I, I've been, I've been gone from there for almost two year and a half, two years or something. I found sand in my trunk this morning from it will never from, go away. Yeah, it was like, I haven't even seen sand in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Everything, everything. It's just everything sanded. And I just like, I, yeah. I wash my car regularly. Like I, I clean it out and everything. Yeah. Serious. Well, you're running boards up. Okay. You're strip okay. You're going to, Sand. Oh, I'm sure it's just gonna be a pile of sand in there. I mean, I got money as well under mine, which was good. That's good. But I still found sand in these things, and I had no clue it could be there. <laughs> so nice, yeah. I, I'll, yeah, definitely check I'll, that out. I'll check it for sure. But this has been great, Will. Thank you for having me today, and um, I am I'm stoked. I wrote Chase Rocket. We'll do some more photos. Got a good group of people meeting up later tonight. So awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, I'll see you next time, I guess. And then enjoy okay. the launch. Stay safe as always. Yes. You're good for launch. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. Okay. I got, I'm going to stop recording. Okay. Bye. <laughs>